Oh no, we're all dead. I'm not. Hello and welcome to another episode of D&D Valiant Odyssey. Guys, I'm in with the crown killers. I have just Swee making rude gestures at me. I have Shavi and I have Drew and I have also got Key. Guys, before we start our episode, something very awesome has happened to our D&D Valiant Odyssey community. We just want to give a very special congratulations to Maddie, who plays Shavi, who has recently gotten engaged. So well done, mate. Take that next step. Rolled out 20. Thank you. Rolled out 20. Does he get inspiration for that? He certainly does. Oh, baby. Always. If any of you get engaged. I'm going to do it so many more times now. Was that an intimidation roll? I'm sure that's persuasion, just saying. Definitely yeah. deception. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nonetheless, congratulations, mate. We're really happy for you. Hope you I many happy returns to your missions as well. Uh, and without any further ado, let's get into it because these guys have gotten themselves once again into a little bit of a pickle, you ruckus bunch mm. of bastards. Oh. Um, you guys have made your way into the Dawning Tithe, a temple dedicated to Idris, and in doing so, as stealthily as you did, you have found it is the time to strike. You have found the cleaver of Corilla down in the bottom half of this establishment, and you have seen the Sun Arbiter be thrown to the side, alive or not, you are not sure, and last we left off. You rolled initiative. And what did you get, Keith? I don't know, because my D20 is missing. That's because I have it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's at that point, looking at this area, you watch as the stone wall had recently just gone up. You see this minotaur in all his glory flick his cleaver blade open, looking at you and telling you, you don't belong here. And at that point, Shavi, you're going to go first, followed by Jusui. All right. And we're both hidden. Mm. Yes. Mm. Well, currently all they see is Drew and Key. I'm going to slide and through and I'm going to go through the entrance and pretty much just going to start saying, hey, mate, we don't take no bull. (laughs) 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 And I'm going to, yeah, use my assassination tricks on this first guy. All right. Before you do that, as you move into his range, you watch as he raises a shield, holds his spear and just stabs it at you. Uh, he gets a 20 to hit. Dirty 20. Yep. Can I react to this? You take eight points of piercing damage. Your speed becomes zero for the rest of the turn, and he has now attacked before you, so you don't get your assassination. You've also moved within five feet of him, so he will get it too. Wait. Oh, they both have the ability. Damn. Yeah. They both have an ability called hold the line, which means if you come into their five foot range, they get an attack of opportunity on you. All of of them? Just the two at the front. Oh, okay. All right. So that one is only going to be an eight to hit you, which will miss. So he strikes at you, uh, but unfortunately misses. So now that they've had their ability as a reaction, you can have your turn. Can I react to the first thing to use my uncanny dodge to half the damage? Sure. So that gives me zero speed, so I can't disengage nothing, anything else. For the rest of the turn, you are stuck there. Okay. So I might as well give him a jibber jab. All right, mm, roll your attack, please. Mm, one jib, then one jab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't move, so I might as well just do both. Yeah. 18. Uh, that will just hit. Oof, Oof. beefy boys. Okay, so first damage mm-hmm. My is 17. Then as a bonus action, I will attack again. 19. That will hit. Nine. Nine points of damage, nice. Yes. Okay, so as you slice these 
this individual with your arm swords. You take them off. After getting the spear into the chest, you stab him twice as best that you can. And you watch as he reshifts himself, holds his shield up and holds his spear through his shield. And look, you look at the other one that seems to do the same. They look like they're in military alignment. Uh, that then brings us to Je Suis' turn. All right, so Je Suis is going to move. So I'm going to do some sneakiness here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be attacking three times. The first one I do have inspira- uh, I do have advantage for because I was hidden. Yep. Yep. All right, sweet. Roll. 15. 15 will miss, unfortunately. All right. I'm going to use a grip point. I'm also going to use my inspiration on it to get advantage. Then you don't need to use a grip no, point. No, no, the grip point is for piercing shot, not for okay, dead eye cool. shot. Yep, so you're so using piercing shot. When you make a firearm attack against a creature, you can expend one grip point to attempt to fire through multiple opponents. The initial attack gains a plus one to the firearm's misfire score, which is a three. Mm-hmm. Um, on a hit, the creature takes damage and you make an attack roll with disadvantage against every creature in line directly behind the target within your first range increment. Only the initial attack can misfire. Okay. All right. So this is with advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So it's going to be a 27. That's going to hit. Um, I'll also say because because the poles between you and the individual, they will have some cover, but with a 27, you still beat their AC completely. So Yeah, I'm shooting like around the pole yep. so that I have cover. Yep. Um, yep. So that's it hits the first one. Disadvantage roll on the next yep. one. Yep. Which will be an 11. Okay. So that one will just ting off of his okay. shield and armor, but yep. the first one will take so some damage. the first one, 12 points of damage. I'm going again for my action surge. Roll your attack. That is shit. So I am going to use my second grip point for Deadeye Shot. 13. 13 will also miss, unfortunately. So you watch as these bullets just deflect off of these guys' armor. It's at that point there. Does that end your turn, Jusui? It does, yes. All right, brings us to their turn. So they get the reaction back. Uh, At that point, you watch as one of them is going to use a shield bash attack on Shavi. Uh, so you need to make a strength saving throw, please. Uh, 13. Okay, so that just fails. So as you get hit with this shield, he basically whoo, steps forward and bashes you with the shield. You unfortunately get knocked prone. At that point, you watch as the one just beside him moves down towards you and goes to stab you. He will get advantage because you are prone. And he's going to attack you three times. First one. Left fuck. <laughs> First one is going to be, with advantage, is only a 14. Yep, that won't hit. Second one with advantage is going to be a 23. Uh-huh. And the third one with advantage is going to be a 19. Uh-huh. The last two hit. Okay. Seven points of damage for the first and nine points of damage for the second as the spear embeds into you. That is both of their turns from the front. You watch as they move to the left of you... Uh, to the right of you, sorry, Shavi, and begin to encroach upon the doorway to try and block it off and attack the two individuals standing in the doorway. You, from your prone position, will get a attack of opportunity as one leaves your range with disadvantage because you're prone. Five, so, yeah. Yep, so you go to strike it out, but he lifts a uh, a foot and unfortunately it goes mm-hmm. goes awry. Druid, you're up. Excellent. Alrighty, so, not looking too good. Drew is probably going to take one step backwards. Okay. And he kind of has a bit of a smirk on his face. He sits down on the ground, knees crossed, looking like he's in a bit of a meditative stand, stance. And you see his fingers kind of twirl around a little bit. And all you hear is him say, rise. And Drew's cast conjure animals. My favorite spell. You see out from the ground, 
a giant war goat, a crocodile, <laughs> a giant wasp, mm-hmm. and then for the last one, for the halfling, you see a smelly weasel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he watches these four animals, each one of them fucked up in some way in its facial features and body. They come up from the ground, being twisted through these vines, breaking through the stone, and these astral figures of animals just begin moving through the area. They exude this arcane sort of flicker to them, but they also smell just like (laughs) druid. All right, so these animals just immediately surround the individuals. Very good. Cool, 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 cool. Very cool, awesome. So all four in attacking range of the two uh, armoured individuals that seem to have the spears and are affronting Sharvi. Hell yeah. All right, what do you do next? That's your action. That's my action. The animal's turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Animal's turn goes after you. The menagerie. Goat is going to miss. That was a three. And then I've got a 21, a 20, and a 22. All three of those hit. Excellent. So mm-hmm. next one's the croc. He's going to bite 10 damage. It's a DC roll for grappling. He'll beat that. He gets cool. a 16. Okay, so he takes the 10 damage, but mm-hmm. he's not grappled. Yep. The... Wasp, five damage, and another DC saving constitution throw of 11. Uh, he rolls a natural 14, so he will <laughs> he will beat that. Because that's a big poison. No dramas, all good. <laughs> and then we've got the smelly weasel. All right, the weasel attacks the other one. Yep. yep, and that's five damage, and that's the animals. Animals turn over. After that, you guys hear this sound coming from above, this growling. And from the stairs above, you see this drake beginning to descend. And with the, all of his movement, he just gets to the base of the stairs there. So that's his turn. Uh, that brings us then to Key's turn. I um, pull out my second forged weapon that Harold made for me, uh, my short sword, which I did name the Autumn Wind, mm-hmm. and I will attack the blue guy with my short sword. All right, go for it. From directly in front, as this one is being affronted by arcane animals that are all messed up in their faces, what do you get? 11. Strikes <laughs> off of the shield. This is shit, Halrod. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll attack again. Mm-hmm. All right, Try so again. Go for it, roll your attack. The weight just isn't adjusting in your hand as you begin swinging it. It's almost too top heavy for you at the minute. You're not used to it, but as you strike out, you hit armor the first time. What did you get this time? 14. Miss again. So you hit armor the second time as well. God damn it. I then put it away and I do a bonus action and I just attack him with my hands. All right. <laughs> Go for it. So your attack action was two strikes. Your bonus action is an arm strike. 19. That will hit. Roll your yes. damage. Nice, nice. Trusty hands. Nine bludgeoning damage. Ooh, very close. Okay, so nine bludgeoning damage. As you pocket the short sword, you just go up and just bash him across the side of the face with the helmet and you all hear this ringing go through this uh, area underneath the Dawning Tithe Temple in conjunction with the ringing from Jusui's revolvers going through the air. All right, that brings us to Big Boy's turn. He watches this Minotaur begins moving forward towards you, his cleaver outstretched. Seeing you and your weapons, he looks to you and he says, I've never seen anything like that before, and I want it. And he watches he moves towards you. As he moves towards you, he will get three attacks on you. First one is going to be a 21. Second one is going to be a natural 20. Oh, no. And the third one is going to be a 20 dirty. Two, uh, three hit is going to be eight points of damage for the first. The second, which is a natural 20, is going to be 20 points of damage. And the third one is going to be 11 points of damage. Oh, no. You watch Damn. as he strikes Jusui across the middle, strikes him across the clavicle, 
and then goes to stab him against the wall and he puts a meaty paw up to his throat as Jusweez begins to bubble with blood and as he withdraws this cleaver, you watch as Jusweez slides down to the floor. So at that, you watch as he uses his bonus action to lean down and pick up one of Jusweez's guns and you watch as he spins the revolver and he says, Oh, isn't this a pretty oh, thing? No. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be proficient with it though, right? That then brings us top of the round, Shavi's turn. You are prone on the ground at these guys' feet at the moment. What can I do from there? I have to use an action to get up. Don't no, it's I? just your movement to get up. Yeah, half of your movement can get you up, so you'll still have some movement left. Okay. Yeah, well I'll do that. Yep. So half your movement to get up, and that means that you have three squares of movement left mm-hmm. after that. So That's you right. do one of those get ups back to your feet, mm-hmm. blades drawn again and you look around you're surrounded by smelly animals <laughs> alright I'm going in and I'm going to give him a nice gooch gouge go for it mm. sliding underneath 23 that's going to hit roll your damage that's 13 13 points of damage uh, how do you kill that one what does it look like I'm pretty much as low as I need to be already I'm just playing it I kneel down a little bit and as if in like an uppercut sort of action with my blade in hand and just going straight up through the middle of his ABC. All right. So as you do that, you find the sweet spot in the armor, literally one of the only places unarmored. And as you slide under the legs, stab him, you watch as he falls directly on top of you and you push him off and backwards and you're now pretty much occupying his space as he falls to the ground, clattering as he does. Is that your turn? Bonus action. I'm going to use it to try and hide behind one of the animals. You're able to do that because you're a halfling. Really self-check. You watch as you hide behind the rump of one of these animals, (laughs) melding to its back leg shape. Uh, And at that, you sort of take (laughs) stock of your wounds. Kind of just want to meld in like Homer does through the bush. (laughs) I'm hiding under the wasp, under its anus and the sting. Hmm. Uh, That then brings us to Jusui's turn. Roll your death save, which you did and got a 17. Uh, that then brings us to one of these guys' like, turn. With that, can we use an action to like get him up or anything? Or does like how does that work? Can, can we help him in any way? You can use an action to go over a medicine check and stabilize him, mm-hmm. which won't get him up, but he won't have to do death saves anymore. But he anymore. won't die. Though. He won't die unless he's stabbed again. Uh-huh. And looking at the looks of these guys, they're probably pretty, not above yeah, pretty brutal. executions. Yeah, so if he loses his entire health again, again yeah. he dies. I've finished my turn. I'm just like... Save Jusui. We need to help Jusui. Okay. So at that, it's going to be three on on, uh, key instead. First one is going to be 14, 22, 11. The one hits. Yes. Even with my reaction defensive duelist, it still hits. Okay. So the first hit and only hit, you get three jabs with the spear. The first one you horizontally dodge. He strikes across you uh, horizontally, of which you sort of move your body to the left with. And the next one strikes you... Uh, under the chin for eight points of damage. I do the whole uh, Batman cover and just like wipe blood off my chin. Uh, Drew, that brings us to your turn. Can I get to him? Because he's still in there. Oh, I'm just going to cop oh. one one attack from Yellow Boy. All right, so hang on a second. He <coughs> does that- have his hold the line ability. So as soon as you move within five feet, stop if there. he hits you, you stop. Yeah, okay. Uh, that is going to be a 16. Oh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So yeah, I, I managed to fling past this this other bad boy and uh, yeah, get over to Jesui and uh, yeah, give him a little kiss on the cheek and he, <laughs> he gets some health back. All right, you blearily cough, Jesui, looking up and you see the ugliest 
but most relievingly beautiful face you've ever seen. Works like a defibrillator. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> Shocks the heart in. That was, yeah, the rest of my movement. So last thing I'll do as a bonus action is I'm going to wild shape again into a dire wolf. Ooh, nice. Excellent. So you take on the shape, your back cracking once again, first sprouting. The actual hood of your face uh, goes over and covers your entire facial features and turns into this massive toothy maw. Uh, and that brings us to animals. Animals. Alrighty. Put them in a position so that, yeah, it kind of protects Shavi and just we a little bit. So the animals being the boys, protecting the boys. All right. So you watch as this wasp begins moving over in front of Jasui as you pull this potion down his throat. It flares its wings and buzzes all around it to try and stop him from attacking Jasui. Buzz, buzz. Uh, roll your attack on him if that's what you're going to do. Six damage. Six damage. Nice. All right. So the weasel literally bites onto his leg and you see him just like kicking this stinky weasel off of him. It's at that point there where it is the Drake's turn. You watch as he starts singing Hotline Bling as he walks downstairs. You used anyway. to call me on your cell phone. <laughs> Late now when you need my love. <laughs> it's at this point he actually uses his lightning breath in a straight line. So anybody in a straight line of this Drake as it moves down the stairs, you watch as this blue crackling energy moves around its mouth and it immediately forward strikes it towards the back of the chamber where you're all standing. So I need key. Shavi, you can have it with advantage because you're hidden. hidden. And the, the two animals need to make yep. dexterity saving throws. Uh, I got an 18. I didn't use my um, extra thing. Okay, so success for the animals. Drew, what did you get? They both succeeded. Both succeeded? Uh, 22. 22 also oh. succeed. So you guys take half of this damage. 28 total, half to 14 points of electricity damage that just blazes through I can uncanny dodge again because I have my turn. You can, so you will take seven. half of that, 14, and then half again to seven. You hear this electrical storm and smell this acrid electric burning coming from the, the stone tiles that are now charred and burnt. Uh, you look at the drake and you can see that it seems to be quite spent, basically, and it's going to finish its movement by closing the distance into key. So Yikes! The goat and the croc are mm. still standing, but not looking good. All right. <laughs> Meh. <laughs> that then brings us to Key's turn. So, uh, where's the where's the other goon? That's him there. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the Minotaur there. Got to get rid of that goon. That's just like one one less person to to hit us, and then we focus on the Drake or the Minotaur. So I'm. Oh, I can't. If I move, he gets an attack of opportunity on me, doesn't he? The Drake. Yes. <sighs> I got no key points. And I can't afford it because I'm on 9 HP. I have to fight the Drake. I'll attack the Drake with my short sword. Go for it. Roll your attacks. Two of them. Oh, that's just 16. What am I doing? 16 yeah. flat. That's going to hit. Roll oh. your damage. Uh, six piercing damage. So your second part of your attack action. Roll that. Can I use that inspiration now? What'd you get? I got a two. Yes, you can use it. It's a 14 I rolled. That's a hit. Roll your damage. That's seven damage. Now I'll use my bonus action. And I'm going to hit it with my paws. Go for it. Bonus action is one more unarmed strike. 19. Hit. 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay, so you've done quite a substantial amount of damage to this creature as you begin bopping it from left to right. You watch as its head turns with the motion of your hit. And as you stand there exhausted, bloody and beaten, your fur matted with your own um, saliva and, and blood, you can see it just looking at you, this toothy maw this electrical smell, this is probably one of the scariest creatures that you've battled. As you look towards it, does that end your turn? Yes, it does. Okay. Uh, that then brings us to Big Boy's turn. Big Boy's going to strike at the wasp with one attack. 12. Nope. Oh, I, yes, that, that meets it actually. Yep. Okay. That hits. 11 points of damage for the first attack. Ooh, still standing. All right. Well, it'll go again if it doesn't die. 
It's going to be a 17. Yep, that'll hit. Nine points of damage. Wasp is dead. So you watch as he strikes one way and then flicks this razor blade back the other. And you watch as the arcane shards just split apart and this stinky odor just fills the entire room. Uh, it's at that point it's going to take his third attack to try and hit. What's the animal on the other side? That's the crocodile. It's going to try to hit the crocodile. He might actually close the distance to just we. Okay, so Shavi and the crocodile get opportunity attacks? Yes. So Shavi and the crocodile get an opportunity attack. That's a 17 for the croc. 17 is going to hit. Sweet. Three damage from the croc, and then uh, it's a DC save to not be grappled. Ooh, he rolled a nine on the dice. Nah. What ability? Doesn't say, it just says escape DC 12. It'll um, be strength then, mm-hmm. if it's a grapple. So he's got a plus four, so he only gets a 13. Damn, escapes. Not grappled. All right, so you watch as the jaws wrap around him, and he just muscles through, and this bull-like strength just pushes it against the pillar of the of the temple that he's at, and it slides back down the wall. Grapple being unsuccessful. However, from that attack, Shavi, you dive off of the crocodile's back and go to strike from your hidden position with your reaction. Uh, 19. 19's a hit. Roll your damage. 37 damage. Beautiful. Yeah, boy. 37 damage. So what does it look like as you strike him? Very severely damaging him. He's looking extremely rough. What damaging blow do you do to him to make him almost crippled? Pretty much. I just want to, as he's walking past, I'll be like, oi. Bullshit. You don't don't forget about me. And pretty much I'm just gonna make the I'm gonna like make the throwing action at him. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna be like, what the what He'll are you go doing? Flinch as you do that. Flinch. Yep. And as he does the flinch, I'm gonna make them appear like underneath where he's he's like raised his arms and things in like his stomach. Mm-hmm. And just both of them just straight and just appear into his yeah. Abdomen Perfect. sort of region. Yeah. Perfect. So you get then retract them and they appear back into your hands. He looks to you and he says, I won't forget about you. And then you watch as he turns your way and he will use his ability called Biting Rebuke. No. Uh, so he'll get to roll an attack on you with advantage 13, which will miss with advantage 13. So oh. he goes to strike out with his cleaver. And as he goes, he actually flinches to the point where his arm falls limp around the attack and he hits the pole with his cleaver just underneath uh, your head and you watch as he chops off a tiny little bit of your hair. So then it actually brings it to his actual turn um, since that was his reaction. That's Minotarium and you ask. He's got three attacks. He's got one more attack. He's got one more attack. Okay. And now he's doing his final attack. Uh, So his last attack is going to be a 12. 12? Yep. Doesn't hit. Oh. All right. So with a 12, you watch. How do you dodge out of the way of this? Sweating bullets, wounds profusely hanging from you. He's got one of your guns in his hand. What do you do? Literally. Dodge out of the way and it just grinds against the stone behind your back. Uh, that brings us to Shavi's turn. So so I'm not hidden anymore. You're then. no longer so hidden. no more spies. I'm going to. So I will attack the, the, not the main dude, but not the big bull dude, but the other Go for one. It. Yep. You also have an ally within five feet, so we'll get sneak attack. Yep, so that's 19. Hit, roll your damage. That is 13. 13 points of damage, very good. So I'm going to do that again. All right, roll your attack. 23. That's a hit, roll your damage. Six plus four is 10. Good, all right, this guy's on death's door. As you strike him once, you smack him into the back and then it lunges him forward and with that momentum, you sort of slice him across the neck and he falls into your blade. Is that your turn? Movement, etc. In that case, I'm going to move to the back corner. And I'm going to be... Oi, bull! 
Thought you said you weren't going to forget about me. And try to distract him. Roll an intimidation check. Uh, or persuasion <laughs> if you're trying to get him to run towards you. Or what's your intention? Are you trying to... Not one. Um, so pretty much I just want to say, I just want to distract him away from just sweet. Okay. So there's my intention. Just like, hey, look at me. I'm over here. Come and right. get me. Nah, 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 nah. As you stuff. do that and you say your piece, he looks over his shoulder at you and you hear him say, you're not worth my time. I'm lucky, but. You're lucky. Sorry. Go for it. Yeah. That's a that 20. Oh, yeah. Maybe you are. <laughs> yes. All right. So with the 20, what do you say? Um, I say, oh, I thought you weren't going to forget about me. I'm over here. All right, and he turns away. He looks back towards Jusui. Jusui, you lock eyes with Shavi. You know exactly what he's trying to do. And you watch as he begins to motion around towards Shavi, his back towards you now. Uh, that then brings us to your turn, Jusui. Mm, I've only got one pistol. Mm-hmm. How many times can I use a cantrip? Once, and it's your action to do. Oh, cantrips you can use... All the time. No oh, spell okay. slots required, Okay, but it's an action to use. Okay, cool. So mm. I can use my action to do the cantrip, but then I can still fire my pistol with my bonus action. No, because you have to use the attack action to get the offhand attack. If, if I pull my short sword out, then I can attack with short sword and pistol. Yes. All right, sweet. Um, I'm going to attack yellow with my pistol. Go for it. Roll your attack. 18. 18 just hits. Which just hits. 13. Okay. With anger in your eyes looking at Shavi, who's just distracted this menacing foe from you as small as he is. You look at the immediate threat to you. Pistol trained on him. A rage burns inside of you. A bloodlust. How do you kill him? I can see um, I can see him surrounded just by animals. Uh, you know, keys out the back of it and Drew's just behind me after having just rezzed me. And I literally just aim across, look down. It's straight at the back of his head and I pull the trigger. Done, and, and then, he watches. He's just coats the pole. His head no well, longer on the top of his shoulders. Yeah, bonus, bonus action. Second wind. Good idea. Yeah, good through, idea. through my whole head. Then I was just like, second wind, second wind. You got a second wind, motherfucker. <laughs> Use your second wind. We're so focused on death. Shit, it's only five. As yeah. you focus, you pull your fighter resistance together. You pretty much tourniquet yourself with part of your leather armor as you actually wield your weapons. You're also out of bullets for your pistol so mm. so i've got to reload, reload with now. an action next, next turn next time um it's at that point as well where you hear a voice inside your head that says not looking so good just we as you ignore it push it out being so close to death's door it's almost deafening but you do so it's at that point is that your turn Finish? yes all right it would be his turn again but he's dead on the floor drew you're up all righty die wolf boy i'm coming at the minotaur uh, he gets pack tactics. He gets advantage on, on attacks. And they're both garbage. So that'll be a 10. Uh, that fails, unfortunately. So you Damn. go to launch at him and his scythe pretty much, this cleaver just goes into your jaws and he's wrestling with you and both snaps of the attacks miss. Uh, then animals. Uh, animals turn. I'm going to get them to surround the minotaur. Very nice. 19, 22, and 7. Two, the first two hit. Cool. So that'll be goat and mm -hmm. the croc. I believe I'll have to roll saves for this, correct? Both of them, yeah. Nine for the first one, and that's a DC 13 strength save. I uh, just rolled in, and that is a 24. Cool. All Second right. one. So you still take the damage. Yep. Okay, yep. And then crocodile, that's 11 damage, and that's a 12. Strength, so eight plus four. It doesn't say, but I'm assuming strength. He will get 12. Damn. Yep. 
So unfortunately, he uh, passes both. He's looking extremely rough. It's at that point as well. Brings us to the guard Drake's turn. All right, I'm going to roll a d6 to see if the Drake gets his electric breath back. That's a one. So no. Thank fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Holy dooly. Instead, it's going to make two attacks, one with its bite and one with its tail. They're both melee attacks? Yes. Awesome. First one's not going to hit you. It's eight. So the bite misses. The second one's a natural 20. Plus five, so 25. It's at that point you take 18 points of damage as you dodge and flip above away from the bite. But on your downward fall, the drake times it perfectly and just whacks you in midair and you topple one over the other and hit the ground as you do so. You land on your feet, however, as cats always do, but that took a hefty toll on you. So 18 points of damage to you. 18 points? Yes. All right, so I land on my feet and then I realize... I'm dead, so I fall off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Key, that brings us to your turn. You need to roll a death save for me. D20? D20, add nothing. What do I need to beat? So you have to get uh, above 10 above saves, 10. below 10 fails. 11. <laughs> yep. Yep. Best That's number in the world. That's what you want. <laughs> All right, so 11, you have one success. So you feel this pressure moving in on your, your body. And as you do, you feel this heat moving up your spine. You see this green arcane flash in your mind and these blue piercing eyes and this laugh. Uh, and at that, you are passed out, which brings us to his turn. The Minotaur. He's been noticing that Drew has been conjuring all these animals and doing incredible spells, healing everybody. So his focus has shifted. He looks to you and he says, You've been a thorn in my side for too long. And I as say, he snuffles up, he's going to attack you. Say rough. Okay, so the first one is going to be a 20, dirty 20. That'll hit. The second one is going to be a 16. That'll hit. And the third, 16 hits you? Yep. The wolf doesn't hit me. Oh, the wolf, wolf, right. Okay. And then the next one is going to be a 19. Yep. That'll hit. Okay. First one is 12 damage. Cool. Second one is 18 damage. Third one is... 13 damage. 43 mm-hmm. total. Okay, cool. That uh, will demolish the wolf just, and I'll go back to... And you need to make three concentration saves. Where are we at? 16, 8, and 3. Okay, so you concentrate through the first attack. The second attack gets too much for you, and you lose concentration of both the spells. The animals disappear. Smash out of existence, and you watch as the Minotaur looks towards you and says, that takes care of that. That's what you think. Uh, and that brings us then to Shavi's turn. I'm going to come over and, yeah, give him a little jibby-jab. Jibby uh, and a jabby. A jibby and a jab. And I'm just going to say, surprise, motherfucker. Four or nine. That's a miss, unfortunately. <laughs> and then I'm going to... I'm going to... Hide. Behind Drew. Okay. <laughs> Roll self check. That then brings us to Jusui's turn. Yep, I am going to firebolt this motherfucker in the face. Go for it. Roll your attack. I hope I give him the us us. This, <laughs> just so you know, this. Oh, I give him the us us. That's a twenty-one. Twenty-one is definitely a hit. Roll your damage. Fifteen damage. How do you want to kill him? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Jamais monster comestiers. And then I grab his testicles and that's how I use the firebolt. You watch as you immolate him from the bottom upwards. Yeah, you watch buddy. as fire comes out of his nostrils. His nose ring heats up 
He watches well as his horns begin to heat up as well and eventually fire just spurts out of his eyes and he falls down to the floor in a big mess. You watch as the, his gun is on his, your gun, sorry, is on his side. I take it mm-hmm. and then as I do that, I scream, run! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at that. As in, like, not us run, as in- Everybody else, run. yes. So at that, you guys hear the doors begin to open and everybody begins to clamor outwards. You can hear- slamming of iron doors and also running on stairwells. Uh, you hear a slashing and you hear a hitting as well. And you hear people just clamoring in, in the general vicinity. That your turn, Jusui? Actually, I'm going to move and just check on the Loxodon. Okay, so you, you don't have an action or anything to check on. No, I don't. But, but I'll get you to just do a general perception check. That is a 12. Okay, so she's pretty heavily wounded, but initially you don't see any... Lethal wounds. Yep. Yep. Sweet. That's Druid's turn. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. All right. Now I'm going to get around the corner so I can sort of see everyone. Can the drake fly or go over enemies? It doesn't have wings. It's okay, literally cool. like, it literally looks like the one from Star Wars. <clears throat> yep. Because I'm thinking um, even if I heal key, then the thing might still be able to attack us and everything again. Think Keep in I mind s- though, it has three attacks. If it does them on him, he can use two to kill him and yeah. then one still on you. My thought was either to heal him up or if I conjure animals again, I can surround him with animals so we can't get away. You need to heal Key. <clears throat> yeah, I'll heal Key. Cool. All right, I'm going to run over and uh, give Key a little kiss on the cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so Bunch of healthy. Drew, you can move to him, get him up and then move yourself. But if you wanted to pull him as well, you can do that. Key, yeah, I'll grab him and try and move him All right. away. Yeah. So you can grab and pull him. Whilst you're pulling him, you have half movement, but that should be enough for you to That's pull fine. him into space. Yep. Even if I can just sling him behind me, maybe. Yep. All right. As you sling him behind you, so where are you positioned now? Probably so that the drake would have to come through me to get to anybody else. Okay, cool. All right. That then brings us to the drake's turn. If this is a five and a six, it gets his lightning breath. Oh, Damn. no, we're all dead. All right. I'm not. <laughs> we're in a freaking line. We're all in a line. We're all I'm dead. on top of him. What you guys need to do, I need to have Key, Shavi, and Drew roll dexterity saves. 23. You take 12 points of electricity damage. 12. You take 24 points of electricity damage. I'm dead again. Um, I've got a dirty 20. You succeed. You take 12 points of electricity and damage. And I'm on zero. Um, I react 24. to uncanny dodge. Okay, so you take half of that. You take six. Yeah. All right, so you watch as this blue lightning bolt just sears across once more, and as it does, it hits the back. That is his action. He's running away. You watch as he backs up, wheels around to face you, but he's guarding the stairs, stopping your escape. 18. Once again. Shavi, you're up. I'm going to obliterate this drake. What are you going to do? I am going to pretty much stand on top of Drew's shoulders. And I'm pretty much just going to, Drakes don't understand me, so I'm pretty much just going to point at him and I'm coming for him. And depending on how this rolls is how I will explain how it happens. Both with 14 plus 7 is 21. 21? Hit. That is 31 damage. Explain the kill. Oh, it's so dead. (laughs) So pretty much I'm just looking at it. I've got my hand out. I put my other hand out. And pretty much for the first instant, nothing sort of happens. You start to see the drake murmur a little bit and shake and move about. Um, 
then you pretty much just start to see small parts of my blades appearing out from inside of him um, and pretty much just slowly making them appear, disappear, reappear, disappear inside of the drake. Slowly, pretty him. much just pin cushion from the inside out. Very nice. So as that happens, you watch as he's writhing from left to right and eventually as the last one hits directly through the throat, you hear this cry, but it's cut off immediately by a slit to the throat as the last one protrudes directly out of its mouth. It falls down, crushes to the floor, and you guys, seemingly the danger is over. You watch as the last person exits up the stairs and is continuing to run out in whatever direction they're running. But you guys still have a situation here. We still have people on death's door, so we need to stay in initiative until people are not dead. So, Shavi, you have a bonus action and movement. I would like to... Bonus action can't stabilize or anything. Has to be an action as a message. Has to be an action. Um, yeah, no, I'm just going to sit tight, take a breather, and just lay it out a bit of a... <sighs> All right, as you exhale, you look around and you can see that a lot of your allies are in some serious trouble. That brings us to Jesui's turn. So I give uh, the Loxodon a... I pour a potion of healing down her throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you pull the potion down her throat, you watch as uh, a white light flashes in her eyes. And as it does, you watch as she gets up with this blazing sun just sort of beaming around her. And she says, by the everlight, I am healed. I believe you are the one to thank. Sun Arbiter? She nods to you gracefully. We, uh, we are here on purely personal terms. Very selfish of us, but we need, need... Your charms of charms of non-detection. I need two of them, and I need them very, very quickly. She looks to you and she says, Without your help, I would be dead. And she looks down past you down the hallway and she says, It appears that there has been much destruction here, but it appears you've also saved many lives. So if you think this has been selfish, I think you are discrediting yourself. The least I can do is give you these trinkets. You watch as she tries to get help to get up. Help up as you help her up uh you have a bonus action and movement left um so i'm going to can i use another potion as a bonus action only to yourself only to myself okay well i'm gonna move her towards um fucking key mm-hmm. is there anything you can do to help my friend she nods to you uh she will follow you on her turn so if you move there she'll follow you yeah all right all right, that then brings us to Drew Eads' turn. We could, I can stabilize him as an action, right? Yep. Yeah, cool. Definitely going to do that. All right, I so mean, roll a medicine check, please. Not better off just healing him. I've only got one slot left, so I'm going to say that someone goes down. Yeah. What's my medicine? 12. That's enough. You have to get above a 10. Cool. So Key stops bleeding out from these electrical burns, one entry point and one exit point, and his fur's charred in, in this way. But you watch as your hands move over him. He seems to stabilize in that manner. It's at that point it comes to Key's turn. You no longer have to do death saves Key. Everybody else is alive, I believe. Yep. Everyone's right. out here. So we'll jump out of initiative. You watch as this Loxodon makes her way over to Key. And you watch as she puts her hands on either side of his face. You watch as her hands glow. This sunlight beams down from the top of her head through her eyes and then eventually down through her hands. You get 15 points of healing back. And as your eyes blurrily open, you see these large ears, you see this trunk, you see the face of a Loxodon. And for a moment, 
through blaring eyes. It reminds you of your old friend. You see the outline, you reach your paw up to touch this face, this familiar face. And then as your vision comes, you realize that this face is different from the one you know. You see emblazoned earrings on the figure and a crest of the sun on her form. And she looks to you and she says, Rise as the sun does. I um I get up onto my two own two feet and I reply in kind and I speak to her in Loxygen and I say to her, Thank you very much. She's visibly shocked at the point that you know this language and she says You understand the ancient tongues. That is rare from someone outside of our kind. You must tell me how you know this. I used to used to work with another Loxodon as a cobbler. A noble profession. She speaks very kindly, very slowly, and she says, I would like to know your name, Far Traveller, if you would give it. My name is Key. And she says to you, My name is Otter Hill. My name is Otter Hill Pale. I'm the sun arbiter at the dawning tithe. I believe we don't have time We're for pleasantries. We really do not have time. And you watch at this point as the uh, man with the black bushy eyebrows pokes his way out of the cell and you watch as his boy is just under his arm and he says, this is the signal, right? We, oui, we. Oui. He makes his way towards you and now your party of seven need to find a way to escape. What do you do? Uh, so we've got to get upstairs to her office. And then, so I say to him, Ma'am, we need to get office. Once we are there, you alone must take the escape route through the other, the other office. I think that we go through the back window, meat shield style. Are you up to it, Drew? <laughs> let's let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you all pat Drew on the back as you begin he, ascending the stairway. As, as we you do. Yep. Drew's gonna take his trusty flask out of his fur pocket and have a big swig before we go upstairs. Liquid bravery. As Absolutely. you do, you begin walking upstairs. You begin to hear the clamoring above and it seems like it's pretty distant, but it's definitely gaining. As you come up the stairs, you immediately look towards the office door. You usher Otter Hill into there and you watch as she moves her arcane fingers in this fashion, similar to Doctor Strange, and you watch as the, uh, the force field drops. As it does, she takes all of the pendants that's there which is about seven in total, and she hands two to you. Yep. I instantly throw one straight at Key. And before I put it on, I this will work as soon as I put it on? It will take an hour before it is effective, and within that hour, you must be resting. Okay. So but after that, it will work for as long as you are wearing it. All right, sweet. So I chuck it straight on. You will be seen by none other than the sun god himself. If you believe in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Is it yeah. worthwhile taking more? If we're not wearing it, he could probably just tap into us later. Yeah, that's she, true. She's got seven. So if she wanted to try and convince her to get two more, yeah. could, that's up to you. Could my friends have one too for a just in case? Roll an insight check, please. Persuasion or insight? Insight for now. 11. 
All right, so looking at her, she goes to hand them out and then you can see her withdraw. She wants to help you, but there's something that's stopping her. What is, what is the problem? If I am to travel and meet the rest of the survivors, as you say, we also may need them. I'm torn. I'm to help anyone that comes through my path, but, but I feel they may need it more than you. I, uh, I apologize for laughter, but I highly doubt that. If you want to try and say something to persuade her, you can with a persuasion check. Do you know Delnak the Outcast? He says, an ancient evil. Long been gone. Uh, that is a 24 in perception. Persuasion. Persuasion, sorry. Yeah. That is who is hunting us. That is who we must hide from. She goes to doubt you, but she can see the honesty in your face. And she says, the Sun Souls trapped him a millennia ago. But I have not been in contact with anywhere outside of Megaris for some time. If you know that name, you are in serious trouble. And she gives you two more. Hell yeah. All right. I instantly we put must, it on. We must go and we must be quick about it. Do you know the escape tunnel? She gives you a nod. Agram should be waiting for you at the others, uh, on the other side. It's at that point you watch as this Loxodon female gives a nod to you. She puts two hands on each of your shoulders and says, May the Dawn Father be with you all. And you watch as she exits out and makes her way across to the other doorway to try and exit. At this point as well, as you make your way to the door of this office, you look towards the two staircases leading in. And you can see two guards looking directly at you and they say, Hey, stop right there. What do you guys do? Uh, Meat shield. We're going straight through that window and down to the docks. Quickly, everyone through the back window. Okay. So at that, you see these two guards point towards you and you watch as one of their hands begins to flare red. So you begin running east to the back end of the actual uh, temple. You pass by the stairs that you just got up and you see this window, this stained glass picture, beautiful of Idris, the sun god. You guys are about to fuck it up. Yeah. Shatter. You guys jump through, roll an acrobatics check. No, 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 I, I shoot it first. Okay. Well, I'll say you would have had time to reload your guns at this point. Yeah. Yep. So you watch as Jusui takes these guns out. You watch as it immediately shatters, echoing through this whole entire area. Drew, does a 17 hit you? Nope. Well, you watch as his firebolt just goes straight past your ear. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, shit. It's at that point you watch behind you as the other one seems to load up this heavy crossbow on you guys. There's two of them and you watch as they call back behind them and they say, intruders, intruders in the temple. And it's at that point you guys roll acrobatics checks to get out of the window. What'd you get? 15. Mm-hmm. 26. 12. 5. All right. Everybody <laughs> succeeds. You watch then as Drew right. begins to try and climb his way up but it takes him a bit longer. As you get onto the other side, you start running, but all three of you turn around as you're 20 feet away and look and see Drew like Winnie the Pooh trying to get get into his tree. Just like Winnie the Pooh. Um, Does a 18 again. That meets. Okay, so you will take... Oh, bother. Six six points of piercing damage as an arrow hits you directly in the butt. Again? Which is... (laughs) Is Is it the same cheek or the other cheek? We'll say it hits you directly in the same scar. (laughs) Right in the honeypot. (laughs) At least I haven't got a new scar. 
it's at that point you sling your leg back over the other way and you begin running with your crew. In front of you right now, you can see an expanse of concrete that seems to be the plaza of this temple. Across the way, you can see a small wall and then there's about three lines of buildings and beyond that, you can see the actual dock that seems to be running with the ocean. It's at that point you also look behind you and see that the uh, gentleman is with you with his teenage son. They're sort of helping each other over and they're running with you. And I'm saying... Which is the quickest way? Quickest way now. You watch as he points to the uh, northeast and he says, we're going this way over to the docks over on the northeast side. As you beeline towards it, you duck behind one of these fishing villages with a thatched roof and you can see behind you that people are starting to gather. These troops are starting to gather in the uh, stained glass window shattered by Jasuit. You turn around one of these, uh, these houses and you begin making your way northeast. Roll athletics checks if you're hoofing it or stealth checks if you're sneaky boys. Ooh. Can we pass without trace? Yeah, we can. I can cast it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, cast it. Shall we? Oh, yeah. I'm going to cast Pass Without Trace. And as we... As you bolt through this actual floor, you move directly past this building. And as you do, Drew, you just drop this uh, Pass Without Trace, which gets everybody. And I'll get you all to roll stealth checks, including my two boys. 26 and a 22 for them. Uh, 24. No. 39. 26. 26, <laughs> sorry. 26. I failed. <laughs> What? Yeah. I failed. What'd you get? So <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. What'd you get? I got 17. Okay. <laughs> Don't you have inspiration? Oh, no. I do. Yeah, yes, I do actually. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh, thanks. Anything oh, for the freaking one. There we go. That's a four. So 14, 15. So as you move oh. around the back of this, this hut, you guys immediately enter stealth mode. You start to weave your way through the buildings. You make your way through some rubble of a fallen building. Um, help each other through windows where you need to and you get to the dock and as you can see it probably about 60 feet northeast of your current position you hear the waves lapping and in the background you watch as a a a clear of 12 individuals make their way past the window and basically pass right in front of you as you duck down like that scene in lord of the rings with frodo and the ring race you guys are underneath the window as they're going by one by one you take this moment you time the squad as they begin moving past you and you eventually then move your way out the window. You watch as the the gentleman with the uh, bushy black eyebrows goes first and he makes his way across the dock without being seen. He makes his way into this small sloop-like vessel and his son and him begin to slowly get the boat ready to be moved. Uh, as he's as he's doing that, mm-hmm. if I can, while he's getting it ready to be moved, I usher all the guys, I look at mm-hmm. everyone and I say, guys, come with me, get in the boat now. I'm going to get us off this shore. Let's get in the boat. Let's go. Let's I'm go. on a boat, mother. And <laughs> as we run into the boat, uh, mm-hmm. is there like, a, is it tied to the dock? If it is, as I'm you gonna, run and you notice it is indeed tied to the yeah, dock. Go, I'm going to pull that rope off as I jump in yep. and I'm going to cast tidal wave between the boat and the shore and literally both sides. So it pushes us out offshore. And if there's anyone near us or following us, the other half goes back the other way. All right. So as you get onto the boat, all three, all four of you, sorry, leg it onto the boat and you look around beside the house that you are sitting in. You watch as the squad immediately turns around having seen and heard this spell being cast and they start to run in your direction. They're bolting towards you. You watch as they start to pull out crossbows, swords, some of their hands start to charge up. You all start to get and help this gentleman just starting to get this sails ready and you watch then as Drew casts this energy into the water. You watch as it surges and bubbles. The boat you feel visibly lift. And as it lifts under the surge of this wave, you watch as this incredible tidal force moves over the dock 
splashes around these this squad of forces and you can see that they're just being pushed and battered into every direction. It's at the same time you feel the force of this boat just push you immediately off the dock and you can see that the gentleman with the bushy eyebrows is just trying to steer <laughs> it as best that he can as you're just channeling this energy, Drew, as this boat is just bolting out of the port of Megaris. As it moves out of the quay, looking in the distance at the city that you had just escaped, you can see the individuals moving around through this water that has now dissipated, helping each other up. You watch as some rye arrows just fly past you, not even close to their target. You've escaped the open ocean meeting you. Can I look back and uh, where would the... Um uh, what's the face would have run to go back to the other roller perception? Oh yeah, that's twenty five. I cast that, and I know the boat's going out, and we're leaving. In Drew's head, he's thinking about the woman that he may Drew may potentially be leaving behind that he wanted to go back for. You look around, you see the destruction that you just caused. You look towards a cliffside that's looking over the bay, thinking maybe, just maybe. And it's at that moment, as you look, the sun begins to rise. Silhouetted by that sun, you see seven figures joined by one more. The shadow of Eloxodon that seems to be being moved along by Argrim. In the distance, you can see a bandage across his shoulder. He's limping, but you watch as he raises one hand towards you in the distance as you sail off onto the sea. And you do see the woman watching you as you leave. Oh, I will come back for you. <laughs> <laughs> that voice travels on the breeze. Obviously, we're all getting a rest now mm-hmm. in the boat. And uh, I've got the uh, trinket on. My last thought as we sail out into the sea was, Delnak, Jevian's portour especially de murder. You hear this voice that says, I'll speak to you very soon. And it's immediately cut off. Because I just said, Delnak, I'm coming for you, you piece of shit. Excellent. Excellent. Mm. I say, boys, that calls for a song. How about a song? You imme- As you say that, you guys immediately look towards Key, who for the first time in a long time, feel a mental calm. And he's as relaxed as you've ever seen him. I talk and- to Key and I say, been troubling me this whole time. I've heard your name Key and I've never heard anything like it, but... I think I've become to know some sort of meaning behind it and that you you are a key, whereas you don't unlock doors, you unlock people's death. You see Drew start to do a little <laughs> jig and he starts singing and he says, Mary had a little lamb, its heart was black as coal. It crept into a room one night and ate her fucking soul. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, the last sound you hear as we take a long shot from the boat is laughter from the deck. As the gentleman you freed and his son sail you across the port to Mediterry. Hi guys, and thank you so much for listening to the latest episode, D&D Valiant Odyssey. In the future guys, if you want to catch up with us outside of the times that the episodes are released, you can come to our Discord. You should find the link in the show notes. If you want to catch up on all the announcements and keep up to date with the Valiant Odyssey action, then there's our socials link as well. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, You name it, we're there. Valiant Odyssey is growing and it's all because of you. So thank you so much for your patronage. Make sure you leave a review on your favorite podcast medium. We'll see you next week. Welcome to the Odyssey.